0: Welcome to the Financial Advisors Advisor, brought to you by Elite Consulting Partners. It's the only podcast offering unfiltered guidance and direct advice for all things concerning financial advisors (RIAs) and the practitioners in the wealth management business. Learn more and subscribe today at eliteconsultingpartners.com/podcast. And now, here's your host, the Financial Advisors Advisor himself, Frank Florosa.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. This is Frank LaRosa, the CEO of Elite Consulting Partners, and I am the financial advisor's advisor. I'm joined here today without a banana suit, my right-hand man, Dale Dempsey. How are you doing, Dale? I'm doing great, folks. No no banana suit? Yeah, and and we're recording. But I do have a gift for you. I did bring you a banana. Thank you. So there you go. Okay. We're having a great day today. For those of you joining us uh, for the first time, welcome. Uh, We are uh, hopeful that you find our information- informative i know this might make me a little bit of a of a audio nerd which i'm getting to but i'm loving my new uh these new arms i think they're pretty cool oh yeah these
0: new mic stands these mic are great stands,
1: whatever you call them you're the you're the audio guy i so. wonder uh yeah i wonder how we sound we'll, we'll we'll hear it i'm sure we sound fine yeah but uh yeah and if you're returning to the show thanks again we appreciate you uh joining us and speaking of
0: visuals I noticed there's something. What is this? I can't. I sort of can't see. Yeah. So this. for
1: those lo- for those of you that are um, listening to us, uh, you have on been- the podcast <laughs> and not through our YouTube channel. Every week, I I have a little table and I and I like to add a couple of little things that are important to me. Of course, for that, anyone that knows me, knows I love bulldogs. I'm in between dogs right now, so I'm I'm a little little sad, but that's okay. So I have my my boys on the table, my Arte hat, and we got a great gift. I actually got a great gift from uh, Ed Milette and Andy Frisella this week as being part of the uh, Arte Syndicate and it's a uh, a pocket knife switchblade which is an interesting gift but That is really an interesting well, gift. Well, you know, that looks like you could kill sharks with that. Pretty thing. impressive actually, I might. Pretty impressive. There's um, a knife, there's a knife on the yeah. table. But the theory is uh, you know, a true sign of respect from one man to another or person to another is giving them a pocket knife. Oh. And so all of the sort of my brothers and sisters in the Arte Syndicate, if you're listening, what's up, guys, gals? Love you. But we all got this gift. Uh, we're really appreciative of it. And uh, thanks, Ed and Andy, for sending it out to uh, to us. It's a cool knife. Yeah. Anyway, so um, I did a great podcast this morning with uh, Jay Coulter, who um, does a podcast called The Brazilian Advisor. So Jay, if you're listening, thanks a lot. It was really a lot of fun. I appreciate it. Great questions. We talked about the RIA space and some of the M&A stuff going on right now. Speaking of, interestingly
0: enough, what was it this week? I think Ladenburg... Yeah, maybe last, well, yeah. I think Bloomberg broke the news that Ladenburg Thalman hired Jeffries yeah. to explore a sale, which that led to a ton of
1: different questions. Yeah, flurry of of inbound calls. And so... You know, I guess so today we're gonna to really just sort of hammer this and um, just work through it. We work with a lot of firms underneath the Ladenberg umbrella and lots of questions. What does it mean? Uh, what does it mean for the advisors there? One of the rumors is advisor group is going to be uh, you know just talking to them and then I think Sotara is also talking to them. but um, you know that's again, it's like the same story, different names, right? right? My feeling, again it's the same story different names but there's lots of different ways that this thing can play out admittedly you know we're not sort of like in the know on this this is just our take on what we are theorizing what we hear a little bit about having having seen this now before but you know i think that at the end of the day if you look at what happened with with Zetera, when when their equity got bought out cuz these are this sort of rumored is is really just the an equity purchase, right? right? I think it's not a broker dealer
0: buying another broker dealer or something similar. We're right. talking about a private equity firm, which if they're smart and they, a lot of firms, are private equity firms are starting to learn this over the years. Now they're smart; they find a good broker dealer, RIA, whatever the case is, to be a partner in, and really just let them do what they've been doing. Most likely, they've been successful, and that's yeah, why they equity do equity thing.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, I think that. You know, with the the market having been on a tear for so many years now, private equity investors sometimes are really having a hard time finding good investments. And over the last few years, that PE money has come into financial services. And it's candidly easier to just go out and buy equity of an existing firm than it is to start another you know, a new broker dealer, right? And that's what what we're seeing. But to your point, they're sort of learning – what they're good at and what they're not good at, right? And why they're buying a firm versus another firm. And, you know, with this Ladenburg situation, one of the things that we've always, you know, I've always given them credit for is letting the underlying firms, Securities America, Security Service Network, Triad. Triad, yeah. And a couple, two other smaller firms. KMS, Investor Corp. Right, sort of like an insurance firm. But sort of, they all have different nuances about them a little bit of different cultures and a different sort of approach to the business. And so they were smart enough to just let them all run their own firms, right? Triad is a, is a much different firm than Securities America and 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 Security Service Network. And they don't share much of anything
0: in terms of back office stuff, right? No. They don't – that doesn't happen.
1: So they have their own cultures. They have their, they have their own cultures. They, they do have – I'll call it a uh, shared service model when it, when you talk about advanced estate planning or the investment banking that that gets brought in via Ladenburg, and some other things. Uh, Highland Capital is there, uh, you know, the insur- insurance group. A robo, I think they have, they have as well. a Robo, right? Okay. Yeah. One of our clients actually uh, built uh, one, a part of their practice on that, which is great. Actually, a couple. Yep. And so, but look, during, during the, ever since news came out, we've gotten all these questions about what's going to happen. The biggest question that we get from advisors is, oh, if I'm at Triad and we get bought out by advisor group, you know, am I going to get rolled into FSC or am I going to get ro- rolled into Royal Alliance? To your point, Dale, this is not like FSC or, or Royal Alliance is buying Securities America. Right. Right. It's not. And everybody that you, that's listening to this, ask anyone that's at cetera. Oh my God, what's gonna happen? We're being bought out again, right? Nothing changed. Only they got an investment by a private equity firm and that money is being put to work and helping these advisors grow. So it was a positive for those advisors. One could argue that, well, Summit Brokerage Services just got rolled up into Zotera Advisor Networks, but I can, I can tell you personally that that was something that was driven by the folks over at Summit. Because they saw the economics of how it was better if they if they rolled in and became a super OSJ versus owning their own broker-dealer, right? So that was very specific, not driven by some PE decision. Right. Well, okay. So let me
0: give you my thoughts then on worst case, like if the private equity firm comes in and, and decides to do this stuff, how I think it would play out. This would be a bad move by the private equity totally. people. So- I'm going to drink some tea. So here's my thoughts. KMS and Investacorp roll into Woodbury because I think they all do they're all they're all insurance heavy. Mm-hmm. I could see that mm-hmm. again disclaimer. I don't think they'll do this because it would be foolish. And we're sticking again with advisor group specifically, not Saterra or any other firm yeah,
1: I think most of it I think one of the news things that I read was that they were in exclusive talks so okay for, okay for, so for the purposes of this conversation we're, we're going to just address what's out there and that is advisor group. By Ladenburg.
0: I don't know how this would work out, but the most likely scenario when I was thinking about it was somehow, some way, either Triad folds into FSC or FSC folds into Triad. They're both in Atlanta. They have some some synergies. They are distinct. Yeah, I, I disagree I, with you, dude. I, I wouldn't be shocked. I just think that's... It may be a stretch, but I think it's... There's something there. But,
1: well, so then let's pass on that. I can, I can see... So the way I see that, right, is specifically with like Securities America, FSC, Sage Point, right, Royal Alliance, I can see, candidly, FSC rolling into Securities America. I could see Um, that too. I think Securities America has a more, has a sort of a, I'm not going to say a a better name. I don't want people at FSC to think that's a bad name, but I think- It's a bigger firm. It's a bigger firm. It's It's a more more known known. name in the industry. Exactly. Right, So I can see that happening. I don't see anything happening with Triad. I think it's a, it's a unique animal in and of itself. Because totally Because the great. hybrid s- style and the types yeah. of advisors and, and large practices it, it has, I think that's left to run the way it's run today. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. But I do what, think oh, some well, of the right. other things, uh, you know, KMS gets rolled into Woodbury. I think that makes a lot of sense. You know, it would be interesting. So – what, what, so you have Securities America and Royal Alliance,
0: the, the, the two bigger firms. Mm-hmm. Kind of, I think they're similar models. They are. And you can. They're similar. You, there's definitely unique, distinct differences. I wonder what happens there because that's probably if you're a private equity firm, that's probably your biggest opportunity.
1: What to do with those two groups? Yeah, and you know what's interesting i I was talk I was talking about this to somebody yesterday, and you would think. Okay, well there's some synergies. Everyone likes to talk about synergies and scale and all that crap, yep. right? But there's also managing risk, right? Because what a private equity firm doesn't want to do is is put themselves in a position where they where they can't manage the risk. And if you start hearing people talking about rising interest rates, even though they just cut rates a little bit, right? But people are generally concerned about rising interest rates. They're they're concerned about the elections coming up. They're concerned about us being at a at a top. If I'm a private equity investor, you can limit your risk. So it's sort of like buying an index fund versus buying an individual stock, right? Right. You know, you buy an index because you wanna you wanna limit the individual equity exposure. Well, if you buy a basket of it's like an ETF fund. It so is it's like a it is. independent broker dealer ETF, you limit the exposure that you have. Like that firm down in Atlanta that blew up over one, one trade. advisor, yeah. that firm blew up. Right. right. So if you're a smart private equity firm, you're looking at this situation saying, wait a minute, what do we care if an advisor from, and I'll just, not that I'm picking on anybody in particular, from LPL decides to go to Securities America, Royal Alliance, Sage Point, or Triad, what, what do they care? They don't. They don't care. Right? So there's upside there. And they actually can limit their downside because if that advisor from LPL is talking to four firms and three of them are owned by the same entity, then they look at their average odds. They're winning. Yeah, not only that, but you you dilute your identity as you start to roll things, which is, again, why I don't think they're going to do that. When you dilute the identity, you actually, it it becomes sometimes more unmanageable to uh, oversee all that compliance. And then when you have to end up doing is is the expression says, so manage to the lowest common denominator, right? Right. So if you can keep it the way it works, if you're making good money, uh, just like clipping coupons, you're reducing the exposure of individual broker-dealer risk, I think that it could be a great move for, for all of the advisors. If it gets rolled into advisor group and, and the whole thing gets rolled up, in theory, now all the advisors at Advisor Group are getting access to Ladenburg Investment Banking, right? All of those, all of those things. That would be great. That would be, be phenomenal. Yeah, right. That, that would make sense. And I wonder if that's not what. Well, they're talking I've seen. and been in business long enough to know that there's a lot of financial people make, that make decisions that don't make any sense. So <laughs> um, that just makes sense to us. Yeah, sure. Um, but if, you know, look for for if you're an advisor at any one of those firms and you are questioning what's going on. What I will tell you is, and what I've what we've seen in the past is, sometimes it's much to do about nothing, and don't make a rash decision based on rumors and speculation. None of these firms want to see anybody leave their firms because of an acquisition. So, if you're at one of those firms, whether it's Securities America, any other firm, and you're concerned about being acquired, this is an equity purchase. So there is a high probability that nothing's going to change with where you're at. Will it change two or three years down the road? It might, but most of the time, you're going to get paid to go through some of that pain. Now, it's not going to be as much as you would get if you left the firm completely and had to do some type of ACAT, but if they consolidated two broker-dealers, so let's just say with Securities America and FSC— they consolidated them. That's going to be a bulk transfer, right? It's going to be a tape to tape transfer, what we call. So, even though there's some paperwork involved, it's not as much as doing an Acat, which is why you don't get as much money. And so, I would just tell you, if you're listening to this thing, don't make a rash decision just because of some of the news. It worked out for the Satara Advisors. They got great technology. Nothing really changed. Um, they got a lot more support from the private equity firm, and so. Um, you know, look, I think that that's our take on it. We we don't have any private line into anyone, but we've worked with all these firms long enough to have some inkling of what we think is going to happen. If you agree or disagree, we'd love to hear from you. Shoot us an email, frank at eliteconsultingpartners.com or dale at com, or as as uh, everyone knows, eight five six three one six four six five three for Dale. And for Frank, it's 856 1, 1, 1. 1. You were afraid I was going to say three. Number one, you, 1 you number had one. It in the back of your head. Check us out on our YouTube channel, Elite Consulting Partners. Like, subscribe, share. Smash that button. Smash that like button. Follow us on Instagram, Elite Consulting Partners, and also franklarosa.elite. Thanks for joining us. We hope it was informative. And uh, lots of news coming. We'll keep you up to date. Have a great one. Bye-bye. Thanks, folks.
0: Thanks for listening to the Financial Advisors Advisor podcast with Frank LaRosa. If you're looking for more advice or solutions on any topics in the financial services industry or you just want to subscribe to our podcast, head on over to EliteConsultingPartners.com slash podcast.